Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, you here, there, everywhere, and all the ships at sea. Welcome back to the All Things Rugby League podcast. Today we're going to be going through our three-game preview for Super Saturday for Round 9. We've got three absolute crackers for this um, round Super Saturday clash. We've got first up the Canberra Raiders taking on the Dolphins from McDonald's Park in Wagga Wagga. And then we have Manly taking on the Gold Coast Titans from Four Pines Park in Brookie. And then we have the Penrith Panthers taking on the West Tigers from Carrington Park in Bathurst. We'll start with the first one. As always, the Canberra Raiders have had a rough couple of weeks in the news. For everybody that has not been living under a rock, they will know exactly why. So they will be looking to have a good win on the field as opposed to all the stories in the headlines for other reasons. They have had a pretty good start to the season considering the injuries that they have been dealing with. They've knocked over some pretty strong opposition, including the Broncos at Suncorp, which is something that only they in South Sydney have been able to do so far this year. But they are taking on the Dolphins, who are coming off some really, really tough performances. They've managed to pull off one of the greatest comebacks in history against the Gold Coast Titans. We'll get to the Titans in a second. But... They have been definitely feeling their Wayne Bennett magic and that will absolutely play a factor in this game against the Raiders. This is the second time these teams have met this season already, whereas some teams have yet to face Dolphins for the first time in history. But it is going to be an absolute belter of a game. The Raiders will remember what the Dolphins did to them up at Morton Park in Redcliffe not that long ago and they'll be looking to get some comeuppance on the Dolphins here. The odds are in the Raiders' favour, according to what I am looking at right now, with the Canberra Raiders at $1.50 and $1.60, sorry, I couldn't read that quite properly, and the Dolphins at $2.35, but I've learned bet um I've learned better than to ever question Wayne Bennett's ability to get a team up, and the Dolphins have proven me wrong enough times this year already that I'm not going to be so quick to bet against them. So let's have a look at the team list for the Canberra Raiders, who are the home team in this one. Even though they are not playing at GIO, the game has been taken out to regional Wagga Wagga. So we have Sebastian Chris at fullback, with Xavier Savage still a little while away, though he has made a return in New South Wales Cup, so he could his return could be on the cards very soon. Albert Hopperwhitey and Jordan Rappiner are the wingers, because Nick Kotrick is out with that hamstring issue. Jared Croker and Matt Tomoko are the centre pairing. Jared Croker inches closer and closer to game 300. Uh, Jack Whiten and Jamal Fogarty are the halves pairing. Josh Papali'i and Joseph Tarpany are the full strength front row for Ricky Stewart. Zach Wolford will start the game at hooker. Hudson Young and Elliot Whitehead are the back row. Corey Horsburgh at lock. And on the bench, Tom Starling, Emre Gula, Pasami Solo and Corey Harawira Naira are the team for Ricky Stewart. There's a couple of Canberra Raiders that I'm going to be keeping an eye on in this one. The first one is Jared Croker. He inches closer and closer to game number 300, which he's more than earned. He's been a loyal servant of the Canberra Raiders. In his return game against the Broncos, he had a very good defensive performance, and he's definitely earned his spot in the side for the time being. We all know that his career is in its twilight, and injuries have most definitely hampered him, but he's still shown that he is ready to give everything for the Canberra Raiders, Jared Croker. And I think considering he is lining up against the big body of Branko Lee, I do think that Jared Croker's defence is going to be very important to holding that Canberra Raiders edge defensive line intact. 
Another one to watch for me is Jack Whiten. It does seem like he has decided that his days of playing as a full-time half will end at the end of this season when he moves to South Sydney to play in the centres. So Jack Whiten has come out and said, though, that he is looking forward to ending his time at the Canberra Raiders with a bang. So I imagine that he will be giving his all for the Canberra Raiders as he closes out his time as a full-time half. I do think that Jared... Um, Jack Whiten will be looking to have a big game today as a statement to the Canberra Raider fans who are a little bitter about the decision that Jack has made for his career. But I do think that Jack Whiten, being the professional that he is, he will look to give everything he has today. So he is definitely one to watch. And if the Dolphins' defence, which has been the hallmark of their start in the NRL, they're going to have to keep a close eye on Jack because we know that when he decides to switch on, he can blow defensive sides out of the park. The other one is Big Red Corey Horsburgh. He's probably been one of the most improved players we've seen this year, along with Campbell Graham and a couple of others. And I think that Corey Horsburgh is definitely making a case for an origin spot. I believe he's eligible for Queensland. I'll have to double check that, but I'm pretty sure that he's eligible for Queensland. And I think that he's probably making a case to at least be included in Billy Slater's extended squad. He's had a great start to the year, Corey Horsburgh, especially in the absence of Josh Papali'i and Joe Tapanay at various times to start this season. And I do think Corey Horsburgh could be looking at another big performance here today. Now over to the Dolphins. It's a pretty solid lineup for the Dolphins, but one big omission that makes my super coach team weep. Mark Nichols is a late withdrawal with a broken thumb. Uh, so he will not be taking part in this game. But the lineup is as follows. Hamaso Tabuofito at fullback, Jermaine Asako and Robert Jennings on the wing. Robert Jennings has been given another crack despite taking out the award for WTF moment last week for seemingly forgetting to score a try against the Gold Coast Titans. Uh, Ewan Aiken and Brenko Lee are the centre pairing. Cody Nikarima and Isaiah Katoa are the house pairing. Cody Nikarima has definitely been playing some really, really good footy for the Dolphins in the absence of Sean O'Sullivan and Anthony Milford. Milf is on the extended bench, which seems to suggest he would be right to play, but I think Wayne Bennett will stick with Cody Nikarima. I think he's shown more in his couple of games in the halves and to partner Isaiah Katoa than Milf did. But there's no doubt that Anthony Milford is a good depth signing option. He might go to 18th man in case something goes wrong during this game because the Dolphins have had a pretty crappy run of luck in terms of injuries to their halves. Jesse Bromwich and Kenny Bromwich, the Bromwich brothers, are the front row pairing. Jeremy Marshall-King is the hooker. Police Kafusi and Connolly Lemuelu are the back row pairing. Tom Gilbert at lock. And on the bench, Jared Wallace, who's had a couple of really impressive weeks to maybe get his way back into the Queensland squad. Ray Stone, Herman SASA and Kurt Donahue are the bench for Wayne Bennett. The key matchup in this one, I'm going to be a bit cheeky and I'm going to say that the key matchup for this one is going to be Felice Kafusi and Hudson Young. Felice Kafusi rattled Hudson Young when these two teams met earlier this year in a shot of the year. And I think that Hudson Young will be looking some payback on Felice, but we all know that Felice has kind of made his name this year by hitting people really, really, really hard. So I do think that this these two have some unfinished business and I do think it's going to play out on the field and I'm actually quite looking forward to it. Another interesting match up for this one is the fullback Sebastian Chris and Hamaso Tabuifido. Sebastian Chris has done an admirable job filling in while Xavier Savage has been off the field with the broken jaw, but he's coming up against the speedster in Hamaso Tabuifido. Sebastian Chris will have to be switched on because I don't think he's got the speed to match the hammer, though I can't swear to that because we did see him put some pace on two weeks ago against the Dragons. So it will be interesting to see how these two match up. 
I do think that Hamaso is probably a safe bet for a try if his record throughout this year is anything to go by, but we'll get into try scorers in just a second. In terms of how I see this one playing out, ugh, look, I've had a very interesting tipping week because while I'm two for three on results in terms of which team wins, I've predicted close games or games by 10 points or less, and they've all been blowouts. But I think that if there is any game that's going to be tight this round, it's going to be this one. So I am going to stick with my prediction of the Dolphins by a small margin. I do think it's going to be eight points or less. Um... And in terms of any time of trust scores, I've actually had a pretty good week. Um, so I'm going to say Hamaso Tabiwafido because, again, he's scored in like all but two or three of his games. Uh, I do think Matt Tomoko and Hudson Young are good chances for the Canberra Raiders to score today. I also think that Jermaine Asako is a good bet for a try. So if I had to pick any, and maybe you and Aiken as well, now that I think about it, you and Aiken is having quite a good year, but he hasn't had all that many tries, but I do think he's probably got a good chance at one today, especially since he's going to be lining up over on the side, which has Matt Tomoko on it. And Tomoko is a very strong attacker, but we have seen some defensive inconsistencies this year. So I think that if you and I can, can get some good ball there, he's got a shot. So I would say any combination of those for a try scorer, and I am predicting it's going to be the Dolphins by eight points or less. Now onto the next game, Manly versus the Titans. Manly will be looking for a good bounce-back performance. They got the win over the West Tigers, but it was far from pretty. Tom Trebojevic has been ruled out of this one in a huge blow for the Manly Sea Eagles, and Josh Schuster is also out. So there are going to be some pretty big changes for this one for the Manly, for the Manly side while they manage some pretty crappy injuries. Meanwhile, the Gold Coast Titans will be looking to bounce back after being in embarrassed last week they started the game in what is now famously known as the titans choke they started the game and at halftime they led 26 points to nil and then managed to lose it from their 28 to 26 in a game of two halves so the titans will be looking for a bounce back performance with justin holbrook's future at the titans being under a lot of scrutiny they will be wanting to play for their coach and get a performance over the sea eagles who have had their wings clipped with injuries so the sea eagles are there for the taking in this one and the titans will be wanting to get the, the job done as a sign to their coach and to their fans that there was a line in the sand drawn after the embarrassment last week. The team list for the Manly Sea Eagles, KO Weeks will come in at fullback with Tom Trevojevic resting this one out. Jason Saab and Christian Tuapolotu are the wing pairing. Uh, Ruben Garrick is going into the centres to replace Brad Parker with Morgan Harper on the other side. Cooper Johns comes in to play 5-8 for Josh Schuster, who was probably rushed back too early and was definitely not up to his best and needs a few more weeks to rest that quad injury. Daly Cherry Evans is the halfback. Taniela Paseka and Jake Jabroyevich are the front row. Lachlan Croker at hooker. Halmale Olakowatu and Kelma Tuolagi are the back row. Josh Aloye at lock. And the bench, Carl Lawton, Ethan Bullimore, Sean Kepi and Toa Fala Sipley. So it's a pretty strong bench for the Manly Sea Eagles and their forward pack is full strength. There's three players to watch for me for the Manly Sea Eagles. The first one is Kyo Weeks getting his crack at fullback. He's got a lot of upside, this kid, and we haven't seen anywhere near his best just yet, but he's got a chance to show what he can do out the back. Cooper Johns has had some really nice showings in the times that he's slotted in for the Manly Sea Eagles, but he is definitely showing that he is still a bit green and rough around the edges, and there is still some work to do on his game, but there are definitely a lot of good signs there, and hopefully he can put in another one. And also Hamalo Olakowatu, who is definitely almost a pencil in for a spot in the New South Wales Blues side, and with a couple of more strong performances, it'll be impossible for Freddie to leave him out. Now over to the Gold Coast Titans. 
AJ Brimson at fullback, Alfina Campiera and Philip Sami out on the wings. Brian Kelly and Jojo Fafita are the centre pairing. So there's been a bit of a reshuffle there in that back line. I would like to know Justin Holbrook's thinking on that. Kieran Foran and Tanner Boyd are the halves pairing. Maweki Fodawaka and Tina Fa'asul Malaawi are the front row. Chris Randall at hooker. Sam Verrill's still got a little while recovery to go. David Fafita and Joe Stimson are the back row. Isaac Liu at lock. And on the bench, Jaden Campbell, Aaron Clark, Cleese Haas and Joe Vuna. Just on this Titans team list, I've just had a look at the two reserves remaining, and I'm not certain that this Titans side runs out 1-17. to As it stands listed right now, Aaron Shop is sitting as the reserve and Cruz Leeming as 18th man. I think there's a chance that one, if not both, of them could come into the side. I'm not sure who that they would replace. However, I'm wondering why Philip Sami and Jojo Fafita have swapped places. So... Aaron Shop, I'm wondering, is it a form thing that's seen him dropped for this side? Is he going to come into the side? There's a couple of questions I've got here for Justin Holbrook. And also, Cruz Leeming is definitely able to provide some spark at hooker, which they could need. But they seem to be relying on Jaden Campbell. Aaron Clark can go into hooker if needed, and they want to keep Jaden Campbell on the bench as a utility. So I'm very interested to see how this side actually runs out. I'm not certain that there isn't a couple of last-minute changes here, but I guess we'll have to wait and see. There's a couple of big names to watch here for me for the Titans. The first one is Kieran Foran, who seems to have graduated from the Josh Hodgson School of not exactly setting the world on fire for your new club. His performance last week against the Dolphins was pretty bang average and just plain unacceptable for a guy of Kieran Foran's experience and standards. So they'll be looking for a big response from Kieran Foran, especially against his old club. They brought him to the club to be the organiser, to steer the young, experienced team around, inexperienced team around the park, and he's going to need to do just that. There were a couple of moments last week that really just had you scratching your head. Things like taking short line dropouts while trying to defend the lead, kicking on third tackle. Kieran Foran made a kick on the third tackle to nobody and just handed the ball back to Dolphins in decent field position. These are the things that Kieran Foran was brought to this club to stop from happening. These are the inexperienced rookie mistakes that Kieran Foran was meant to be the antidote to. So Kieran Foran will be wanting to show that the reason he has been brought to the Titans and he'll be wanting to show that he has been a quality signing for them because the question marks are starting to pop up. The other one is Tino Fasu Umal Aoi. He was steaming in the press conference after the uh, capitulation to the Dolphins last week. So you can expect Tino, who will be taking that very personally, to come out and want to carry this team on his back into fixing the wrongs of last week. So you can expect Tino to come out guns blazing and with steam coming out of his ears. So I think Tino's in for a big game. And also David Fafita. These two, Tino and David, they are the cornerstones of the front of the forwards for the Gold Coast Titans, and they will both be feeling the pressure after last week's poor performance. Uh, I think David Fafita has definitely added a few more strings to his bow, but he really needs to be the million-dollar man that he is for the Titans, and he really needs to start stepping up a little bit more, especially in the absence of Bo Firma. How do I see this one playing out? Oh, bug it if I know. It depends which Titans team turns up. Look, Manly are definitely weakened. They're definitely not at full strength. And we all know how important Tom Trebojevic is to this team. And Manly without Tom is a very, very different beast to Manly with Tom. So I definitely think that if the Titans can get their ducks in a row and get those little errors and silly mistakes out of their game, I think they can definitely pull off the upset here. But Daly Cherry Evans is still out on the field. And we all know that he's one of the better halfbacks. And so he's definitely capable of leading this side to victory. 
victory even with their outs. It's really going to depend upon the Titans. The game is there to be one if the Titans can just fix the silly mistakes and make sure that they put in at least a passable defensive effort. But oh, anytime try scorers, David Fafita, I backed him in last week and he let me down, but eventually he's got to get one, doesn't he? I mean, he's just too much of a beast to go a whole year on the nudie run, so... Uh, if he doesn't get if he doesn't get up for me this week, I'm gonna have to stop backing him in. But I am gonna give it one last track, David Fafita for a try scorer. Also, AJ Brimson, he's a pretty safe bet. You know, he's the absolute X Factor electric spark for this side. And I still say that if he was in any other team other than the Gold Coast Titans, he would genuinely be one of the game's superstars and recognize as such. So I will back David Fafita in as well as AJ Brimson for try scorers. Over on Manly's side, I'm going to back in Jason Saab because he's in pretty good try scoring form after returning from his ACL. And also Hamale Olukawatu. The Gold Coast Titans problem has always been and still remains their defense. And we all know that if your defense is not A+, you are not keeping this guy out so close to the line. So I am going to back in Hamale and Jason Saab for tries for the Manly Sea Eagles. I do think, and I, I'm really hoping hoping that the Titans don't let me down with my tipping this week. I'm backing them in. Come on, boys. Do it for me, please, if not for anybody else. I'm still impartial, I swear. I just really am having a good tipping week, and I don't want the Titans to F it up for me. So I am going to back the Titans in, but I think it's going to be tight. I don't think they have what it takes in defense to make it a blowout, because I do think it's going to be try for try for try for try, back and forth, back and forth, but I do think that the Titans, they're a little bit closer to full strength than Manly, so I think they could probably score more points than Manly. So I do think it's going to be the Titans, I do think it's going to be by six points or less, but we've had so many blowouts this week that <laughs> I could get stung once again. But I am going to keep backing in the close games, because I do think that Manly have been brought down a couple of pegs with the outs that they have for this game. So I am going to back in the Gold Coast Titans, and I'm going to cross my fingers and hope that they turn up for this one and provide an 80-minute performance. Now over to the final game of the day, the Penrith Panthers taking on the West Tigers from Carrington Park in Bathurst. The Penrith Panthers, well, they did enough to beat the South Sydney Rabbitohs, but the Bunnies stole it at the death last week. So the Panthers will be looking for a bounce back here against the West Tigers, who put in an admirable effort last week and just got unlucky with some calls and some injuries against the Manly Seagulls. But there is some definite improvement in the Tigers, and with the Panthers not running out full strength, there is a possibility of an upset though I wouldn't bank on it. The team list for the Penrith Panthers, Dylan Edwards is at fullback, Sonia Taruva and Brian Toto on the wings, Tyrone Peachy comes into centre and Stephen Crichton on the other side, Jerome Luai and Nathan Cleary are the halves, Moses Leota and Matt Eisenhuth are the front row, Mitch Kenny at hooker, Scott Sorensen and Zach Hosking are the back row, Isaiah Yo at lock and on the bench, Sonny Luke, Lindsay Smith, Jamin Salmon and Liam Henry will come in to replace Spencer Lenu. The big one to watch for me for the Penrith Panthers is Liam Henry. They've re-signed this kid until 2026. They rate him really highly, and it'll be great to see how he goes in his second game of first grade. They really think that this guy's got a great future. He was sought after before he signed his contract extension with the Penrith Panthers, so there is a lot of wraps on this kid, and I'm really looking forward to seeing how he does. For the West Tigers, Jerome Buller is back at fullback for his second game. David Nofaluma and Junior Tupo are the wingers. Stafford Toa and Brent Naden, the centres. Brandon Wakeham and Luke Brooks are the house pairing. Stefano Uto Ikamanu and David Klemmer, the front row with Api Korosau at nine. Isaiah Papali'i and John Bateman are the back row and Faunau Pole will lock the scrum. Jake Simpkin, Joe Offahangawi, Alex Twoll and Tommy Talau are the bench. I think John Bateman and 
Uh, the fullback Buller are in for big games today. I think that Johnny Bateman can definitely do some damage to the Penrith Panthers, considering they are under strength, especially in the middle. But I do also think that with the West Tigers deciding that they like to chop and change elements of their spine, with the exception of nine understandably and seven inexplicably, uh, I do think that while this kid definitely hasn't locked down the jersey just yet, he definitely needs to take as much of every opportunity he gets as possible because we all know that they're pretty fickle when it comes to picking and sticking the West Tigers at the moment under Tim Sheens as he tries to find some solutions to their horrid start to the season. But I definitely do think that these two could potentially show a lot in this game and I do think that Api Corazel will do his ruddy bloody best to get one over his old team. As to how this one's going to play out, look, the Penrith Panthers might be over, um, under strength, but I don't see any Mighty Ducks ending heroics for the West Tigers here. Although an upset is on the cards, I don't think it's going to happen. The Penrith Panthers are the back-to-back -back champions for a reason, and they are a very well-coached side, and they are definitely employing the next-man-up mentality probably most successfully in the comp at the moment. So I just don't think that the West Tigers are going to get their first win here against the defending champions, even though the Panthers are not at 100%. It seems like a lot of the Panthers players are carrying niggles to some way or another Nathan Cleary being one of the biggest examples but he is going to play despite all the will he won't he from this week he is 100% locked into play so I just don't see Nathan Cleary led Penrith Panthers getting having their pants pulled down by the West Tigers so I do think it's going to be the Penrith Panthers I do think that it's probably going to be by a significant margin I'm thinking 12 to 16 points but I do think the West Tigers will definitely put up some fight. They are showing some grit and they are showing some determination, but I just don't I just don't think they can get it done today. I really don't. And it, I hate to say that. I really want the West Tigers to get their season underway and to get something on the board. Their fans deserve it. They deserve it after their performance last week. Even Jake Chabroyevich said so, but Jake is one of the nicest guys in rugby league. So I do think it's going to be the Penrith Panthers and I do think it's going to be by about 12 to 16 points to continue the woes of the West Tigers. In terms of any time try scorers, uh, I think Dylan Edwards is probably a decent bet for the Penrith Panthers. I also think that Zach Hosking is a pretty solid bet, but we don't know how many minutes Zach Hosking is going to play because there are some concerns that he's battling a bit rough at the moment. But I do think Zach Hosking would be a pretty safe bet. And I also think Stephen Crichton, because he's been in electric try scoring from lately, he almost single-handedly beat the South Sydney Rapidos last week with a hat trick and I think that Stephen Crichton is probably also a pretty safe bet and there would be some value there. Over on the other side for the West Tigers, uh, I think Brent Naden would like to get one over his old club. I also think that John Bateman or Isaiah Papali'i, because we know John Bateman, he will just fight for every inch and every mile and he'll never give up on a play, even though he hasn't scored one just yet, I don't believe. I'd have to double check that. But I also really, really like the fullback Buller for a try. I think he's got a lot of attacking upside and it seems Dane Laurie has fallen completely down the pecking order. Charlie Staines is out with injury, but I do think that he could get it done. Now, Tommy Talau may have signed with the Sea Eagles, but he is back in the side today and he has got a a lot of upside as well so I would like him for a try for his value so those are my predictions for Super Saturday altogether. I think it's going to be a cracking day of footy I'm really looking forward to it we'll see you tomorrow for the Sunday previews but until then have a great day guys good morning good afternoon good night and good luck